Hey, this is the Chris Lockwood Podcast, and this is your host, Chris Lockwood. I know I said this the last episode, but it's so good to be back. I missed doing the podcast, and I want to do something that goes against the grain of all the noise, especially all the political fuss that's out there. I just want to help people. I want to encourage people. I don't even have to know what's happening. I don't even know if... if, if if a thing that I've said or shared or a conversation I've had with somebody helps you, I'd love to know it. I'd love to hear about that. But it, I just think speaking words of life and encouragement and hope is enough. And I think hopefully it'll go out there into the universe, <laughs> social media universe, and help people. That's my hope anyway. I do this in faith, just hoping that it touches lives. So, uh, so yeah, so this is my first sort of like by myself um, this year. Uh, and you know, I'm going to do these, they're going to be short. I'm not really, you know, I'm not, oh, wait, I don't even know what the word is. I'm not a great speaker, <laughs> which is pretty obvious. Uh, you know, and I could script this stuff out and sometimes I will, but you know, I, I am, my personality is to fly by the seat of my pants and I, I would rather just be that authentic Chris Lockwood to you on these, these things. So I just want to share, uh, things that I'm learning, uh, things that I'm, figuring out or things I'm struggling through and hopefully you can identify and hopefully it's helpful to you. Uh, I'm not a preacher. I'm not trying to be a preacher. I don't want this to be, um, I don't want this to be a church service. I want it to just be a guy who is flawed, who's trying to figure things out, who's trying to learn from people he's talking to, and then who's hopefully putting stuff out there that's helping you as well. Um, we're all just human. We are flesh and blood and, um, you know, we all need help. So, I am always appreciative when people help me, so hopefully I can do the same in return for you and, and others as well. So I wake up pretty much every morning at 4.45. Well, the alarm goes off at 4.45. Whether or not I immediately get out of bed is a different story, but usually I'm out of the bed by 5 o'clock. Go downstairs, got the coffee, the, the water boiling, do the French press or the pour over, or whichever one I feel like doing. And then, you know, a few minutes later, I'm in the dark, Sometimes back in the bed, sitting up or down on the couch, drinking coffee, thinking, praying, just, you know, enjoying the quiet in the dark and uh, kind of just preparing for the day, thinking about life. Yeah. And then I read my Bible. And so this morning I read um, out of the, the book of Luke, chapter 22, a dispute also arose among them, being the disciples as to which of them was to be regarded as the greatest, which is incredibly comical because they're following Jesus, uh, the person that has been prophesied about for you know ages before them, and they're worried about which of them is the greatest. And you know what? We do it. We all do it, whether it be in our small cliques, uh, our social media groups, even at church, businesses, we're all trying to push forward. We want to be heard. We want to be noticed. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe they weren't that freaking arrogant <laughs> to argue about being the greatest. But if they were, God bless them for uh, their courage to be that stupid. So anyway, um, and Jesus looks at them and says, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leaders the one who serves. 
For who is the greater, one who reclines at table or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at table? But I am among you as the one who serves. You know, and you read that, and Jesus is not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader is one who serves. And I think about young people. You know, they're just daring. They don't really think about what what they're they're doing. You know, they um, they're not aware of the dangers of you know um, what are out there. They kind of just throw themselves into whatever situation they're in. And Jesus says, you know, be like the youngest. And I picture my daughter. Christmas, my daughter, out of the blue, I don't know where it came from, but she wanted to help the sick kids down at the hospital downtown Nashville. Kids who spend the night in uh, the hospital on Christmas night. And I don't know where it came from. I don't know where she got the idea, but it was just, hey, I want to do this. Let's go do this. Let's go get, you know, toys, gifts, blah, blah, blah. Let's do it. Now, it's very simple. There's nothing, you know, it's not like we raised a million dollars or anything like that. We went and got a box full of toys, took them down there. And, you know, we can't, they won't let us back there because of, you know, um, germs being in the air and us passing bacteria around. But we passed the toys on to the nurses and they take a picture of Ella they give her a certificate it's a very cool little moment for her but I love how like she just kind of flung herself into it and there's other examples my daughter Ella is like that all the time if she can help somebody she wants to do it if it's making a card if it's I don't know she has this thing about her where she just flings herself into how can we help and we don't really need to think about it. let's just do it and you know as we get become adults we complicate the the crap out of things where it's you know you know whether it be you know obviously there's time we have life happening and but Jesus is like look if you want to be great be like the young be like the children you know they they kind of foolishly just fling themselves into it they're passionate they're you know young folks are working themselves up the corporate ladder you know they they just go for it they want to make things happen and then you pair that with the leader that serves I mean, you know, when we're young, we're willing to do whatever it takes. And Jesus is like, take that mentality of whatever it takes and be willing to do, you know, um, the smallest things that seem so, um, so unimportant. Do those things well. Do them like you were young. Remember those days when you were just getting started and you would do anything, anything just to get to the next place? Well, do that and do that well. But do it also as a leader that serves, because service is what really matters in the end. Leaders, they have leaders have an an amazing position, uh, and we all are leaders in some way, shape, or form. But the people that you remember are the ones who take time to make those around them greater, which maybe is. Uh, the weird pa- paradox of this whole thing. You know, if, you, if you're if you worried about yourself, you squash relationships. And you might be great in your own mind, but for your legacy that will be remembered and the people that will carry your story on to other people, you won't be so great. But if you want to be great, be willing to give up trying to be something for yourself and make those around you great. 
and the legacy that they'll carry about you will be this person. Um, I always felt like I was the most important person in the room when I spoke with him or the things that he or she did for me was, um, was what changed my life. And the lessons I learned from that experience, I carry with that, that with me today. And I'm able to also emulate, um, the service that they gave me by serving others in the same way. And those are the things, it may be a greatness that we don't really, um, we don't feel or see the results in the present, but when we're long gone, they'll continue on. And those kinds of things, they have um, a wildfire sort of uh, aspect to them where they catch, the wind catches on it and it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And so when you serve others, I mean, leaders are an amazing position, right? Me, not everyone's going to listen to me like they would my pastor. Or if it were me and, you know, the Bono, <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a musician. No one's going to listen to me like they would Bono. They have, Bono has a great opportunity to lead. It is a special position to be a leader. But leaders also, I mean, they can, they can make the most of it or they can destroy that opportunity and when you invest in other people, uh, you give them something to carry, something that makes them feel stronger and more empowered, and they carry that with them. And they want they become something better as a result of you, and then they're able to carry that and, and then also hopefully reinvest that into the lives of other people. And then it makes a, communi- a community, a, a country, a world uh, all the more greater because of your willingness to give up your own pride and, and help somebody else. But we, we do live in a world where greatness is, you know, the Kardashians. Uh, there was Paris Hilton. You know, God bless Justin Bieber, but he's on the news for all the stupid things he says and does constantly. You know, what is seen as great is so strange, but those things no one remembers. It's, it's weird. You know, we look at people... Great musicians, uh, great leaders who are talented, yet they may just be great because of what they do, not because of how they serve or help us or or create. I love value, so I'm going to use this all the time. How they create value in us, and so once they're gone or once they've kind of disappeared, we go, oh yeah, they were great, great, great singer, but we move on, right? But the people that invest in us, uh, you know. Uh, Mother Teresa, here's a very simple nun who changed uh, changed the community around her and, and essentially made a massive impact on the world because of her service. I mean, there's been some leaders in the United States, many, who have been presidents who, I mean, they were the leader of the free world, and we don't remember what their name was and what they did and why they even got picked as president. But a nun, this simple, poor, broke, humble nun, I'm sure who had her struggles, but she served and we remember her to this day. That's a powerful narrative. And look, if you're looking to be great, 
Um, don't follow. Don't follow the example of what greatness is today, you know, or what it's considered. You know, I think that what Jesus said was really great, and like I said, it has the ability to um, to spread in in a way that like just being great, being a great leader doesn't, or just doing something great. But if you, but if you become a leader of people, investing in people, loving people, lifting people up. Uh, decreasing so that they may increase. People remember that. That is a story that people will carry, and they'll tell their kids, their grandkids. But the arrogant, no one remembers that. They remember the servant. Jesus, who, you know, is the Son of God, right? Believe it or not, let's say, you know, let's say you don't believe it. Let's say I don't believe it. I do believe it, but let's say I don't. Uh, here's the guy who claims to be the son of God. But rather than carry this banner around and be like, people should be bowing to me, I'm the son of God. He lays his life down on behalf of others. If there was anybody in history who had the opportunity to boast and to exercise lordship over others, I would imagine it would be someone who is born, who's deemed the son of God, I would imagine it would be him that would take that opportunity to be like, bow before me, you know, kiss my feet. But he didn't. He laid his life down, and we remember him. Love, I know, sounds very hippie, but it's the thing that changes changes things for the better. It, it, it lifts people up. It, ah, I mean, it's just, it is a powerful force. Like, I can't wrap my head around love because it does it it sounds weak but love done right in service foolishly laying your life down like a kid foolishly fl- foolishly flinging yourself into a situation to serve and help others uh, it changes things and so so here's my encouragement to you Wh- whatever position you find yourself in you are a leader whether you're a parent uh, a friend at school a janitor, in some way, shape, form, you're a leader. And you may not see yourself as that, but you are. We are all leaders. It's just whether or not we choose to pick up that torch and carry it. Now, it doesn't mean that we have to be the boss or that we have to have the name boss written on our chest. Uh, we may not have that position or that um, that authority given it to us. There may be people of authority over us. But you're a leader in the sense that you can serve. And you can serve your boss, you can serve your the people around you, your family. Uh, no one's going to remember you for um, dictating, for uh, micromanaging, uh, and for having a great vision but treating people like crap. Uh, they're going to remember for you for your love, for your kindness, for your service, for the things that you invested in them that makes them better people. And again, they will carry your name to the day they die, bragging about how great of a person you were. And again, you won't feel, you won't always see, you won't always reap the rewards. But I believe that if we live for a day, an eternal day, um, if you can fix your eyes on more than what this earth has to offer, your reward will be great down the road in heaven. So be a servant, and in being a servant, be a leader and be willing to love foolishly. <laughs>